0: The Crossum Wrestling Entertainment Podcast. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Crossum Wrestling Entertainment Podcast. My name is Tyler Bard. That over there is the Crossum one himself, Mister Noah Cross. How are we doing, Mister? We're Cross?
1: good, man. Beautiful day outside, chilling. We're ready to go
0: yeah absolutely it is a gorgeous weekend here in connecticut uh where we are from and it looks like it's going to stay that way just looking outside now it is bright and beautiful speaking of bright, our futures, and beautiful our futures all great. elite wrestling oh I, yeah that's what i was gonna say uh all elite wrestling is also bright and beautiful their friday night shows have not disappointed so far uh, the ratings haven't been as high, but that's probably because it's going up against SmackDown right now and the NBA playoffs. Uh, so we'll see what happens if they keep SmackDown or if they keep it going up against SmackDown uh, or if they move back to their normal slot. We'll see. They have not said anything. They just keep saying, like, see you again on Friday. Yeah. We're like, oh, OK, and see you then. I will say like, um,
1: it's, it's so ca- like we we talked about last week that the numbers haven't been amazing for the Friday night show, right? Because it's new, whatever no, they're still, still killing, killing it, it, but like the whole like, all right, uh, see you Friday next week. It's like, oh, all right, like <laughs> the
0: fuck. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> see you then. And it's, I believe it's at ten o'clock again. Yes, it is at ten o'clock again. Uh, so it's they de- they have to compete with the NBA playoffs. That is the unfortunate caveat of being on TNT uh, because TNT is going to focus more on its heavy sports rather than uh, professional wrestling, um, where that's what kind of what happened to the USA Network for. Um, nxt similar thing happened there Uh, but we'll see we'll see uh it's still very early on in here and uh i do want to remind everyone as you can see by stream elements my mod one of my mods uh, on uh twitch that we are streaming live talk shows and podcasts 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 over on twitch uh and you can see the title there the cwe cwe may 11th dynamite reaction uh so That just reminds me that we are streaming live on YouTube and Twitch for this show. This show, we don't go live on Facebook because AEW likes to throw fits on our Facebook page. So we have stopped doing it. We still do post our content there later, but we do not go live there anymore. You can't see these beautiful faces, but you can find the podcast there afterwards on the clovercrest website so remember it's live on the youtube page which is bard and cross entertainment and our twitch channel which is tbard5195 where you can come watch me play some fall guys play some mlb play some among us we play all sorts of fun games over there but mostly fall guys and just yesterday noah i got a raid from parmigiana who's a partner on twitch Mm. and she brought 85 people in to see me and that crazy? She's Wild. such a kind soul, and uh, I think she's actually streaming right now. So if you guys haven't checked out Parmigiana, go give her a follow. She is great. And then come on back and talk some AEW Dynamite Wrestling with us. And look who it is right there, the Major Nosebleed, putting a heart in the chat. Major Nosebleed, another great friend of mine, someone who definitely deserves partner, another person who if you are listening to this podcast now, wherever you listen to it, Go to Twitch, follow Major Nosebleed. He is going to be right up your alley if you like what you hear from me and Noah. Noah, we had some incredible wrestling over the last week, and it started off with a legendary person, Christian Cage, going up against Angelico, who is now with Mister Big Money Matt Hardy. Mm. Uh, So I'll kick it off saying that Big Money Matt Hardy is still reeling after Christian Cage eliminated, eliminated him in the Battle Royale, which, again... Did you see that one coming? I didn't think Christian would be the one, but I guess it makes sense because of their uh, lifelong rivalry. Uh, back at Double or Nothing, uh, accompanied Hybrid 2's Helico to the ring for his match with Captain Charisma at the top of Friday's show. And Helico worked over the arm and shoulder of his opponent in hopes of applying the Navarro Death Roll and collecting on Hardy's bounty. The resilient cage fought back and finally downed his game opponent, finishing him off with the kill switch for a hard fart fought victory. Something I forgot to put in here, Noah, there was a moment where Christian Cage had a top rope moment that Mm. I did not expect to see. He had an arm drag off the top rope, which was pretty impressive. I know it's just an arm drag, but he landed it perfectly, so that was nice. But then once again, Hardy comes from behind and attacks uh, Christian, delivering a twist of fate. He sought to further punish Cage with another twist of fate, but who makes the save? But Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy makes the save, chasing Hardy away and uh Hardy and T H two away, rather. Uh Noah, a very quick start to the night. Uh, what did you think of this opening matchup?
1: No, I mean I thought it was pretty good. It's nice seeing Christian Cage back in action. And I think if you keep putting him in the ring with guys like in Helico, it's gonna be it's gonna have good outcomes. Yeah, right. Absolutely. I mean, guys who are younger move around a lot quicker, are a little more agile still, right? Christian used to be that age, just older, it's what happens. I so, you know, like we're not gonna see Sting doing crazy shit anymore. It's just not gonna happen. Um, stop it! So no, he's nuts, man. This thing well, is insane. He's not doing something Helico can do. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so it's good to see. Uh, risky business in Helico choosing to align with Matt already here. You know, already yeah. he's known to burn people. So. Who knows where that might end up, but no, definitely a good opening match. It's cool to see Christian Cage back in action. I don't know how I feel about him opening this show. Like he was in the Battle Royal and the pay per view, and now he's opening the show here. Like they made such a huge deal about him signing, and it seems like he's not doing much yet.
0: I think it's because of the fan perception. Uh, as much as people were happy to see him uh, in in AEW, I think if they even remotely put a title on him, um, that's a problem.
1: Sure. Sure.
0: Um, I just don't, I don't think they, especially right now, maybe he can win a tag title in the future where his tag team partner is more of the focal point. Mm. Uh, but I think if they put a tag, if they put a title on him, especially the AEW world championship, he, he ain't beating him. Hey, could you imagine, could you mm-hmm. imagine the uproar? Uh, that would be a, a Goldberg level screw up. Uh, so Hopefully they don't do something like that. I love seeing Christian Cage. I think he still can go. He's definitely good in the ring. Uh, But again, an okay way to start off the night. It's an average match. I'd give it a two and a half stars. There was nothing wrong with it. It was decent enough. It had a heel moment. It had a face moment. It had a saving grace at the end. They hit all of the check marks in the box without without exceeding expectation. So I think overall, one (laughs) thumb up. Not two thumbs up. (laughs) One thumb up. And one like Orange Cassidy thumb up. -hmm. That's a pretty high praise. Um, Cody had a special announcement shortly here after this. Noah, would you like to speak on that?
1: Sure. Yeah. Speaking of one thumb up, um, (laughs) Tony Schiavone announced that next week, Aaron Solo will team with QT Marshall to battle Cody Rhodes and his debuting partner, Brock Brock. Anderson. (laughs) The crowd was so
0: swerved.
1: Brock Anderson. The American Nightmare, Coach Arn Anderson and son of, I'm sorry, Coach Arn Anderson and son Brock. Sorry, there we go. Made their way to the ring to address the big match. Rose expressed faith in his partner before Marshall made his way to the ringside area. area. Uh, He challenged Rose to the South Beach Strap match on July 7th in Miami. So, ouch. That was a
0: Strap match coming up. When's the last one? Was it him and MJF?
1: No, I think it was him and um, Brody Lee.
0: Oh, that's right. They yeah. did have a strap match. I forgot yeah. about that. That
1: was really fucking good.
0: Uh, yeah, that's when Brody won the title. Yep. Oh, my R- gosh.
1: R.I.P. R- a- R.I.P. A- Brody. Um, Marshall eventually delivered a cheap shot to Arn, whipping him across the back with his belt. Rude. Yeah. Uh, Brock took the heel down and hammered away before hey, referees good. broke things up. So... Uh, Arn Anderson's son is here. He's in the business. Arn's probably happy. His son's obviously been watching his dad do this thing it for so good. long. Uh, Cody seems to be the guy who's going to keep bringing in these newcomers, which is nice. It's a nice yeah, way definitely. of doing it, you
0: know. Uh, so I mean, that I, was the whole point of AEW. Yeah, yeah, was these new guys, and they've kind so, of drenched themselves with older talent. Mm-hmm. So this is—it's nice to see this little bit of a change of pace
1: for sure. So we saw, you know, we saw it with the GoGo. We saw it with now. Anderson. Um, I, love, I love how his name is Brock. Anderson. Oh, like well, it's, just... it's
0: great the way they announced it. Yes, like, yes. Introducing Brock Anderson. Like, boo! Like, what, do you want people to hate him?
1: Literally. <laughs> Why would you do that?
0: So you stupid. really want people to hate him. That's just brutal. And we can now – now what? We'll never get a Mr. Kennedy. He can't come in as Mr. Anderson. He needs a new name. I still <laughs> think he's someone – he is—he's someone who's going to play in AEW someday. I don't know. He just needs a new name.
1: I have—I don't know uh, if you have and, it in here,
0: but I've uh, heard
1: tons of rumors that Aleister uh, Black is. It's
0: almost certain.
1: It's—he's coming, right? It's, like,
0: it's almost a hundred percent positive. Uh, the other person, people—well, if we're in the rumor mill, um, Aleister Black, almost a hundred percent. Leo Rush is done. Uh, he's not he signed yep. anyone. He retired. Uh, and then Brock Lesnar was the other person who was in the rumor mill, uh, apparently just signed with WWE. That's he just, he, he signed however long, which means Roman Reigns is uh, no longer going to hold the title and Brock <laughs> Lesnar is going to take the universal title and disappear from TV. So yeah, can't wait for that. Good job, WWE
1: shocker. So yeah, uh, I like how they are bring in new faces. Um, it's fun. I like pretty much anything Cody does. Uh, don't get me wrong. I want to see Cody in a main event picture, mm-hmm. but yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> Listen, this was a good. This was good. It was nice to see Cody coming out and uh, addressing a new talent. Uh, the new talent got to get his hands on one of the prime heels in the business right now. Uh, but speaking of heels, we had this trio match that came up next. Uh, and again, Noah, these are some massive names. Uh, in a match together, we had the Young Bucks with. Brittany Uh, and then Pac, Penta El Zero, Miedo, and Eddie Kingston. That was a really short one. Would you like to talk about this match, my friend?
1: For sure. We had a trios match here, and a lot of, a lot of action for a short, a lot of people for a short match. That's yeah. the, that was a exactly, odd thing.
0: but it was a banger. This match sure. moved.
1: Sure. Uh, so we had Pac, Penta, El Zero Miedo, and Eddie Kingston teamed up to battle the Young Bucks and Brandon Cutler in a trios match next. Cutler, as expected, did not fare well as he was ragged all by the opposition. A well-timed dropkick by Matt Jackson to Pac, though, uh, allowed the heels to seize control entering the break. The heels isolated the bastard throughout the break, but Pac's tag to Penta sparked the comeback, or we would say in the business, the hot tag. Hot tag. Kingston and Pac uh, set aside their differences momentarily to wipe out the heels. A back fist from Kingston to Cutler allowed Pac to cover the tracksuit-wearing lackey for the win. After the match, the heels beat down the victors with the help of the Good Brothers until the elite hunter, Frankie Kazarian, made the save. So are we going to see an addition to the I death mean, triangle? Are they are they going to be the death square? If it's a fourth <laughs> person? <laughs> uh,
0: I, you know, no. Uh, I think it's a new angle. Get it? Square angles. Got it? Uh, I think it's a new angle that we can go with. I'm uh, sorry. No, I don't you, judge me. You're, you're a me. teacher. You're you should me. like math jokes. No. Um, no, I think this is good. The Elite Hunter is a great name mm. for him. Uh, going after mm. the uh, the Drip Bucks. Uh, and just constantly hunting those guys down. That's great. And if Frankie Kazarian's going to be the guy who gets this singles push, um, I'm completely okay with that. The matches he's had in singles, mm-hmm. I've been blown away each time um, because he's a guy who we all know, at least recently, we all know as SCU's biggest tag team part. Uh, so, who knows? Who knows? Maybe he's going to get a big push here and go for maybe the TNT title. Or maybe he's going to just be a thorn in the side of the uh, the elite, but who's to say? I-, I think they had so many talented guys in this match, and also Brandon Cutler, uh, <laughs> that it, c- it couldn't have gone wrong. Uh- <laughs> what? Listen, what's the problem, Noah? Nothing. Nothing. Brandon Cutler listen I enjoy your Twitch content uh, but this lackiness is mm, I'm really not a fan of that I think it's pretty goofy and I I can only guess as to why they've done him so dirty What do you uh, like what do you think why is he being treated like he's someone's bag holder No Exactly so what what's the point he's a good wrestler Yeah I don't
1: know
0: it just sucks seeing someone who's actually good being used in a way like this. It was like when Cody used to wear the mask back in the day yeah. when he used to have the uh, the face guard. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like I, I, this guy's actually good, and they're not letting him be good, which sucks. But we'll see. We'll see. Maybe he has some backstage heat that we don't know about. We don't know. Um, after this, though, the Pinnacle would finally show their battered faces on Dynamite. For the first time, the Pinnacle responded to the stadium stampede. Uh, The Pinnacle returned to Dynamite for the first time since their stadium stampede lost to the Inner Circle. FTR delivered a promo on Santana on Ortiz, Sean Sean Spears cutting a scathing promo on Sammy Guevara, and Wardlow officially accepting Jake Hager's challenge for a cage fight next week. MJF also addressed Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Jericho and the Inner Circle would interrupt, though, via video from the parking lot, where they demolished the pinnacles limousine all while the heels watched on helplessly from the ring. Uh, another classic promo, uh, calling each other out. This obviously is not over. The rubber match is coming in some capacity. It'll probably just be MJF versus Chris Jericho or MJF versus Sammy Guevara. Um, it could be either one of those two. In my opinion, uh, Sammy Guevara is the one Who has been? We talked about it last time when we were reacting to Double or Nothing. Sammy Mm -hmm. Guevara has been the deciding factor in the last two matches. He's the one who called for the, we quit, we quit, don't throw him off. And he's also the one who got the pin in the stadium stampede. So who's to say uh, how this is going to go? But we did get a look into that we are going to have Jake Hager versus Wardlow inside of a MMA style cage match. Uh, Wardlow is an idiot. Uh, If this is a legitimate... It's not legitimate. I don't know, man. You don't think they would do something like that in AEW? No. What are they going to do? Just have a wrestling match inside of an octagon? Yeah, pretty much. I I think this might be a bare-knuckle brawl. No. Why not? Definitely not. They're talking about Hager having a perfect record inside of it. The, like, they're actually treating it.
1: Okay, and in WB, they talk about Brock Lesnar winning UFC
0: fights. Great, like, but he's never asked someone to have a UFC fight with him. Not once, except The Undertaker. If it's on awGB it's not a real fight. We'll see. We'll see. I think they might actually bring in sanctioned uh, referees for this. Um, yeah. And I think it might be like a three-round fight. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but, again, and and the way they are, are – uh, putting it up. Look look at the picture for it. It looks like it's going to be a pretty big event, and, mm. and they're just making it on a regular dynamite. Uh, so We'll see. Again, we don't want to put uh, too much out there and get too excited for something that may not ultimately happen. Um, but after that promo, we had a match that I would assume a lot of people were looking forward to. We had Miro uh, putting his TNT Championship on the line against the Dark Order's Evil Uno. Uh, someone who I think uh, definitely deserves to have that title over his shoulder since the passing of Mister Brody Lee. Um, Noah, before we start this, if anyone in the T in the Dark Order were to hold the title, would you agree with me that it should be someone like Evil Uno? Yeah, I mean the person who's leading the charge, right? It's either going to be him or um,
1: what the hell is his name in the back, right? Johnny corner. Hungy
0: or oh, Preston? Yes, Preston Vance. Yeah, it's not going to. Why not Johnny Hungy?
1: I could see Johnny Hungry. He's funny, but.
0: <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to make a bold prediction right now uh, that the person who beats Miro for the TNT championship is Aleister Black as the new leader of the Dark Order. Wow. Calling my shot right now. You heard it Honestly, here. Honestly, I think the only
1: issue is I, I could see it. I don't see the Dark Order as dark anymore.
0: I think that's the problem is they're not yeah evil. No. and if they were to go back to everyone wearing masks alistair black gets them all on the same page and that we are going to run this uh that alistair black will handily defeat miro uh, i like that and and take that title back uh so we'll see we'll see i think that title uh the the dark order has brought that title up along with cody uh and it is time for a change once Aleister Black arrives. Miro, don't get me wrong. Miro's good. Miro's Mm -hmm. good. Uh, But I just think someone else is more deserving of that title. But, yes, so the Dark Order's Evil Uno competed in his first match for a singles title on Friday. It was very exciting uh, to see him get his first one-on-one title match, challenging the TNT champion Miro, fueled by his love for former champion Mr. Brody Lee and determined to win the title in his name. Uno started fast. Miro, though, halted his momentum and worked him over during the break. Stu Grayson and Alan Angels checked on Uno after the break, encouraging him to fight back into the match. Uno did so, rocking his opponent with a Brody Lee-like boot, with other members of the Dark Order watching and cheering from the entrance ramp. Uno scored two very near falls. Uno would try for the discus lariant to put away Miro, but it didn't even phase Miro. The best man would then obliterate him with a clothesline of his own and applied the accolade, the perf- the exact correct way to call that submission, the accolade for a submission victory. Uh, Noah, it really wasn't a squash because Ivaluno Mir- uh, did get a lot of offense in, in this match. Miro mm-hmm. did pretty handily beat him by the end of it. Um, but I think Ivaluno, to stand up to Miro, did a pretty decent job. What do you think? No,
1: I agree. I agree 100%. Um, I wouldn't say it was a banger, as you said, but Ava Luna was definitely a hard opponent for, for Miro. It wasn't just like a simple whatever. right? You know, like he didn't just squash him, as you said. So I'll take it. Miro does have to be some sort of a – I can't say dominant, but he has to be some sort of a force to be reckoned with, right, because that was the whole point of him um, just decimating Darby when he won the damn thing, so – I don't know. I'm fine with it. I think uh, I think Miro is finally in a position where the, he can be taken seriously, where Thank he's God. doing things he should be doing, like being a champion, like beating people fairly easily, yeah. like running through people, close eyeing
0: the hell out of them. Um, you know, he's gonna have a manager fairly soon here too, probably because Lana is definitely on her way to AEW. Yep. Yep. Uh, So that's going to be exciting. I think Miro is killing it right now. He's doing a good job as this ruthless heel. The new accolade dude, I can't even imagine being put into that. Because not only is he bending you back, you can't brace yourself. Because he puts your arms up over his knees. So Mm -hmm. you're literally just like, just being bent back as far as possible. And I... I just my back my and uh like my eyes around my neck area those are the parts where i'm like like stay away like don't touch me and uh oh man I, it just looks painful so uh, another pretty handy win for nero uh we had another message here mr cross would you like to take it away
1: yeah, for sure, man. Uh, Kenny's message to Jungle Boy, the winner of the Battle Royale on uh, Double or Nothing. AW world champion Kenny Omega and Don Callis made their way to the ring for a promo and wasted little time discussing top contender Jungle Boy. Callis said, much like um, B- Baltimore, who performs Jungle Boy's theme, he is one, a one-hit wonder. Ouch.
0: It you like, wow. That one's great. Whoa, 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 whoa yeah
1: i think it's whoa, pretty good whoa, whoa. uh omega backhandedly put him over before the young competitor interrupted the proceedings after a ranting promo from omega jungle boy told him he talked too much Oof! this ignited a brawl between the two that saw the casino battle royale winner in position to apply the snare trap until the young bucks made the save jungle boy escaped up the ramp, sending a message loud and clear to Kenny Omega, I'm nothing to be messed with.
0: Could you imagine the electricity in that place if somehow Jungle Boy pulled off this massive upset win over Kenny Omega? Uh, 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 That would be so incredible, Noah, if Jungle Boy somehow pulled off a win over Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. And you know it wouldn't be Kenny tapping out. It wouldn't be Kenny getting pinned off of a finisher. It would be someone distracts Kenny by accident and roll up schoolboy, one, two, three, match over, Jungle Boy yep. escapes with the dub. Um, and then wins it back like a week later. Mm-hmm. Um, but wow. I, I think this might be the one. I'll uh, Spoiler alert. For this match, I'm taking Jungle Boy uh, when they do finally go up against each other. I be- Is that next week? Yeah, I think so. Is it next week? Oh, my goodness. That's just going to be on a random episode late at night. Hold on. Let me make sure. Uh, no, did they push it back? I think they might have pushed it back. They're, yeah, I think they wanted to put it on a bigger night because they have Ward Lowe and Jake Hager, which is probably going to take a while. Um, so, yeah, when that match does happen, I'm taking Jungle Boy, Noah.
1: O- okay.
0: What's that supposed to mean?
1: It's not gonna happen.
0: That's rude. I'm
1: not even gonna I'm not even gonna I
0: mean I believe you're calling Jungle Boy a crappy wrestler. Like that is so unfortunate.
1: I love Jungle Boy. I also love Kenny Omega. But
0: (laughs) if you're if anybody's gonna look at me and
1: say Jungle Boy's gonna be Kenny Omega for the AW championship, I'm gonna tell them they're absolutely out of their mind.
0: Listen, you told me I was out of my mind when I took Jungle Boy for the Battle Royale. So I'm gonna take him again.
1: You still lost the pay per view, so
0: Listen, listen by one and i tied you so <laughs> i tied I you i came in second for the first time in forever that's all right
1: we all we all have picks with our hearts you go right ahead you pick with your heart with
0: my boy jungle boy marco stud luchasaurus will always have my heart i will uh, be so here I'm to console
1: you when kenny omega greatly disappoints you
0: <laughs> that's hilarious listen We have some great content over here, people who we always believe in as well. There are some podcasts here on the Clovercrest Media Network that I think you guys should take a look at. We'll be right back after this short break.
1: Clovercrest Media Group presents a CMG podcast, Keys to the City.
0: He's to the city, baby. When well, you see us, so you know. I crossed
1: you up by Kobe. We'll float in Shaq. And, and then Shaq goes like this. The and the rest is the history. Podcasting.
0: Pay attention. Don't tell me
1: what to do, the devil, devil so what woman.
0: You saying, what we saying, Speaking I of those ladies. But I,
1: but I, hold on. Ron, but I didn't make my point. Pre- I didn't make my point. I said Denver is going to win. Yeah, you did. You said that. There's no other show like that. Clover Crest is doing great things right now.
0: Streaming everywhere. It's off the Leonard, defended by
1: Simmons. Is this the Tiger? Oh! High fly ball, right field. Grossman back, track, wall, see ya into the second deck. A grand slam the other way for Aaron Judge and the Yankees. They're pouring it
0: on. For the latest news throughout the sports world, tune in to Sports Talk with r every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Now that's just a taste of some of the amazing sports podcasts that you can find here at Clovercrest Media. There are many other podcasts you can find, though. Things on politics, social issues, your lifestyles. We even have one that talks about Money, insurance, real estate, who doesn't want to talk about that? And of course, our buddy Rob, who does the I'll piss you off shortly podcast uh, that we show on here from time to time. There are a lot of things you can find. And if you are someone who likes to debate, you go over to the I'll piss you off shortly because he definitely will do his best to piss you off shortly. But for sports, oh boy, we are blowing up right now. There are so many sports Mm. podcasts and there are about three or four more that I know of that are under wraps right now, that are starting their way up to be new podcasts. So make sure you guys keep your eye on the Clovercrest Media website and you can see that. I do wanna remind everyone that we are not a market substitute for AEW's Dynamite. Make sure you go watch Dynamite every single, whatever day they're on, on the TNT Network app, whatever time they're on, and watch that. Because listen, we're just here to tell you our thoughts about the product. Mm. Mm-hmm. You should go make your opinions too and watch it live. We're also streaming live for this podcast on Twitch on the T-Bard 5195 channel and on YouTube on the Bard and Cross Entertainment YouTube page. So go mm-hmm. give us a subscription there and a follow on the Twitch and you will never miss a live action podcast with me and Mr. Noah Cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that, we have still some action to talk about, Mr. Cross. You know, Jungle Boy finished it off here and Lance Archer says, I'll take the second half. Uh, Lance Archer coming in was, uh, we, they didn't know exactly, or we didn't know they knew, uh, what Lance Archer was going to be doing this week, but, um, dear God, uh, Lance Archer came out angry as always. That man is never happy, uh, squashing Chandler Hopkins in singles action, defeating him with the blackout in a very non-competitive match. In a pre-tape promo after the match, we would see Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page, chastised Darby Allen for deciding to face them in a handicap match before coining themselves the men of the year. So Lance Archer with a massive, massive squash match and Scorpio sky and Ethan page, uh, apparently announcing that Darby is going to be taking them on in a handicap match because he said, they say, uh, sting is the only reason he won that match. Um, dear God, Darby. (laughs) First off, let's talk about Lance. Lance. That was insane. Uh, it's, it doesn't get any stars though. It wasn't a match. It was just a, let me beat this guy up and that's it. Uh, but if we go on to the next topic of the best men, uh, versus, is that what they're calling themselves now? Did I read that? The men of the year. Mm -hmm. Uh, so uh, the men of the year versus Darby Allen, uh, next Friday, what are we to expect out of that? Noah?
1: Um, I think we'll be a little, a little surprised. Yeah, because uh, Dwayne I mean, Darby's crazy. He's not gonna, gonna go in there and just get beat up. I mean he's gonna he's gonna do some crazy like move off the top rope where he like head dives onto both of them or something, almost dies, and then he's <laughs> gonna like isolate one of them and- wins with,
0: with a broken arm. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I mean of course it'll be it'll be crazy, but I think it would be massively uh damning to have the men of the year lose this match
1: because oh, yeah, uh, I, I didn't say they were going to win. I just think he's going to have a good – he's going to have a solid fight in it. And you, you're telling me Sting's not going to do something.
0: Right. Sting will probably get involved, and and uh, Darby will be like, no, I can win it on my own, and uppercut dead. And that will be the end of the match. Um, but maybe this sets up Sting and Darby that everyone wanted to see initially. Mm-hmm. Sting versus Darby, uh, and that would be wow, perfect chef's kiss. That's exactly what we're looking for. Uh, something that I'm never looking forward to is seeing my one of my least favorite wrestlers, uh, Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose is growing on me, though. These last few weeks, Nyla Rose has proven to me that she deserves a title match, uh, against Britt Baker. And I think all signs point to it's gonna happen. Uh, and wh- will she defeat Britt Baker, Noah? Yeah, that's a that's the loudest silence that you will ever hear, uh, Noah saying, absolutely not. But tonight, at least, we had Nyla Rose versus Layla Hirsch, who Layla's been making a bit of a name for herself lately, Noah.
1: She has. She has. Do you, want, you want me to take this one? Yeah, go for it, buddy. All right, we have Nyla Rose versus Layla Hirsch here, some women's action on AEW Dynamite. After a week of short jokes and her opponent, Nyla Rose battled legit Layla Hirsch in singles competition. Rose overpowered her smaller opponent early, but the gusty, uh, sorry, the gutsy Hirsch stayed in the fight until late in the bout. When she focused on the arm of the native beast, clearly looking for a submission, she uh, she tenaciously targeted the limb before action moved to the ropes. There, Rose delivered a beast bomb off from the top and scored the hard fought, hard fought pinfall victory. So, there's a very quick match there, even though Hirsch tried. As hard oh, yeah, as and could. Hirsch
0: was Hirsch was strong the whole time, but the second you get hit by that uh, beast bomb, yes, that's usually match.
1: Yes. After the match, Tony Schiavone caught up with his best friend and AW Women's Champion Doctor Britt Baker DMD, who claimed. Shh, shh, excuse me, I'm talking about our champion right now, who claimed Rose needs to be the title to. Sorry, Rose needs the title to make her legit, whereas she legitimizes the title, which I agree. I, I mean... She's really kind of
0: crapped all over AEW with that statement, but yeah. Not true. Oh, this title needs me to be legitimate. It does.
1: So, I agree. Like,
0: She's not But wrong. then how would the le- title legitimize... It just doesn't make sense.
1: Because Brit is legitimizing it now, so if Rose gets it, it'll already have been legitimized. No. Yes, that's exactly. I, I understand perfectly. If Dylan was here, he'd understand what she's saying, too.
0: Yes, because you two just want to be married to Britt Baker.
1: Listen, she's smart. She's a learned doctor. She's Adam, not a doctor. Adam Cole's going to be a stay-at-home dad one day. That's goals. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but honestly, Britt Baker is doing a great job uh, as, as champion, being a super heel uh, and, and carrying it out well. Do you notice the amount of heels who are champions right now? Every major title is held by a heel right now. Every wow, single one. Right. They're all held by heels right now. What is going on? Um, if I was so, in high
1: school, I'd be pissed.
0: <laughs> pissed. High school Tyler is very mad right now. Yeah. Um, but except for Kenny Omega, because I love Kenny. Yeah, Kenny Omega's dope. Um, But, yeah, no, this, again, uh, Nyla Rose proving why she definitely deserves a title match. Mm -hmm. Uh, Beating the hell out of Layla Hirsch, who, if you've been watching Dark or Elevation at all, is pretty dominant. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, someone who has been very dominant, beat to hell by Nyla Rose with that uh, Beast Bomb. Uh, But that led to our main event, and uh, it was Hangman Page and Press 10 Vance versus Team Taz. Uh, Team Taz sought to recover from recent infighting and losses to rebuild momentum as Brian Cage and powerhouse Hobbs battled Hangman Page in the Dark Order's Preston Vents. Hey no, I'm having a little bit of a difficulty over here. Would you mind taking over from
1: there? Yeah, you guys, man. The heels dominated, dominant advanced through the final commercial break of the night, cutting the ring while ring off while punishing him uh, with their power based offense. A hot tag to Page sparked a comeback for the baby faces. Hangman, teed off on Hobbs, giving way to some wild, chaotic and action-packed final minutes of this contest. Hook hit the ring late and provided a distraction. Ricky Starks threw the FTW Championship to Brian Cage, who sent it back to the arena floor, as we've seen that before, where Cage does not want any assistance winning a match. Starks slapped Cage, leaving the machine to chase after him and abandoned Hobbs. Vance rocked Hobbs with the cutter, and Paige delivered the Buckshot Lariat for the pinfall victory. Paige then joined the Dark Order for a round of cold brewskis
0: to close out the show. Hell yes. It was definitely one of those matches. They, you know, I'm starting to believe in Team Taz. Honestly, even though they keep losing, they are so, the storyline is great. Mm-hmm. The storyline that Team Taz finally, Finally, the storyline that Team Taz has from within is great. And I cannot wait until the moment that Cage turns uh, turns face. Because it is going to be a glorious thing uh, to see those teams. And, of course, we, we knew who was going to win this match. There was no way that Hangman Page and Press 10 Vance uh, could let down their negative one. And negative one, I don't know if you heard uh, the rumor mill around negative one. Uh, but negative 1 has been pulled from television did you hear about this no he uh apparently got a low uh low grades on his report card uh oh. so press ten vance uh it was like listen until you can get your grades up you, you can't be our uh, accompaniment anymore so let's let's go little, little brody junior get those grades up uh because the, the cwe podcast at least likes you. Yes. Uh, I know he gets yes. a lot of heat, uh, but he's, he he's the leader. He's the he's leader the, of the Dark Order right now. Until yeah. Aleister Black uh, delivers black Bass to a nine-year-old. Yeah, uh, online Think couple. about
1: it though. I mean, it's just this is just a, a thing now. Nicholas paved the way for for Child Negative reference. One to have this moment here. So <laughs> Nicholas you know,
0: walked, so Negative One could run. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's a big deal. So you got to
1: get those grades up, man. Stay in school, kids
0: stay in school is right see you could be a wrestler but if you have bad grades no you can't see you have to be <laughs> you have to be perfect in high school to become a professional wrestler totally <laughs> <laughs> oh man but another great ending to a night uh I, noah you said it it's like this was the main event like jock yeah, was a main event match but it is Hangman. It is the Dark Order. Team Taz. Like they are main eventers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just weird to see this matchup. It just felt kind of a little random. felt a little bit random. But ultimately, a good match. Um, no, we got a lot to look forward to next week. We have sure, this sure. Lineup right here. Uh, it's be wild. The MMA. It is MMA rules cage fight. That's what it says. Sure. Okay. MMA rules cage fight. Jake Hager versus Wardlow. Cody Rhodes and Brock Anderson. Versus QT Marshall and Aaron Salo, Frankie Kazarian, Penta El Zero Miedo, and Eddie – oh, it is Eddie Kingston. He is – oh, man, what am I doing? Is it it Eddie Kingston? Am I messing that up? No, it is. Okay. Uh, uh, Versus Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson – or Matt Jackson and the Good Brothers. Excuse me. Sorry, Hmm. I can't read today. Uh, And then we have uh, Andrade is going to sit down with Jim Ross. So we're going to get a little more insight as to what's going on there. Uh, we have Darby Allen in the handicap match versus Ethan Page in Scorpio Sky. And then a very random match. We have uh, Orange Cassidy going up against Cesar Bononi. Mm. Uh, so who knows why that one's happening, but it is. Uh, and we'll see. So a very mixed bag night. There's a lot going on. Uh, I'm personally most excited to see that MMA rules cage fight, Jake Hager versus Wardlow, because there's a little bit of a little question mark on it. Mm-hmm. We're not exactly sure what's going to happen there. What about you, Noah?
1: Uh, I'd say I'm probably most excited for the uh, tag match: Frankie Kazarian, Pentel Mito, and Eddie Kingston versus Matt Jackson, the Good Brothers. I want to see what Kingston—I'm oh, sorry, Kazarian—here with his new, the Elite Hunter, is going to be doing. I'm excited to see where that goes.
0: Yeah. So a lot of content this week. A lot of content coming next week. Uh, some action-packed mm-hmm. matches coming your way. Noah, do you have anything to say to the fans for next week or anything with AEW going forward? Any bold predictions with signings that you want to say before we sign off today? I do have
1: one bold prediction. And if you ask me, I think Andrade is going to be the one to dethrone Kenny Omega. Interesting. Um, I I think they might want him to be a heel. I don't know exactly where they're going to go. Yeah, so it makes perfect sense. Um, I don't know. I just, I never was a huge fan of Andrade in WWE. I, I wasn't like, he's a good wrestler. I always respected his ability. He had a match with Johnny Gargano in NXT for the NXT championship years ago. That was Six star match easily like unbelievably amazing match. Um, I was just never a huge fan of Andrade. However, I'm already enjoying – he's been there once, but I'm already like somewhat liking what I'm seeing out Rico maybe. Suave. Now, rather than when he was in WWE, and it's just simply because how they let him be, right? So right. I think he's finally going to get to be the character that he's built himself to be throughout his career. So I'm really excited to see that, and I think he's going to be the one to eventually dethrone Kenny Omega.
0: Yeah, exciting, exciting prediction there. We'll see if that's the case. I personally think it's going to be Aleister Black, but we don't even know if that's going to happen yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, again, I do want to remind everybody that we are not a market substitute for AEW's Dynamite. Make sure that you all go watch AEW's Dynamite every single week on whenever it's on and wherever it's on you know sometimes they like to switch it up usually it's eight o'clock eastern standard time on wednesdays but it has been swapped up because of the nba playoffs. so mm-hmm. make sure you go watch it on the tnt network whenever it is on and uh we are also streaming live on youtube the bard and cross entertainment channel and on twitch on the t-bard 5195 channel but i do want to remind you all that if you love podcasts make sure you visit clovercrestmedia.com for the wide selection of great shows they've got sports Business, relationships, pop culture. Noah, who doesn't like a little bit of pop culture? Politics. I mean, that's the hottest topic in the world right now. And of course, true crime. There's about 30 plus shows on the CMG network right now. If you don't have one that you like right now, go ahead and start your own. I mean, you like ours. So but if you want to maybe compete with us, you know, you can go ahead and do that. Uh, we'll help you launch your podcast, though, for as little as fifteen dollars. That's one five, not five zero. Fifteen dollars per month. Clovercrestmedia.com is the website, so make sure you go ahead and check it out for all of your latest info on CMG Sports Podcast, as well as blogs and videos with all of the latest info. Noah, it has been another incredible episode here on the mm-hmm. Wrestling Entertainment Podcast. My name is Tyler Bard. That over there is the cross him one himself, Mister Noah Cross, the magician. We will see you all next time. Crossum awesome Wrestling Entertainment Podcast.